The following show contains spoilers for the finale of Survivor 44. Hello again. Hello again. Hello again. Look who came crawling back. Back to my season of Survivor. It was me. I came crawling back. Oh, I didn't mean... Oh. I guess, wow, yeah, so I guess that's it. I, I wasn't referring to you. I was actually referring to uh, all three of you as a whole. Here we are talking about the final episode of Survivor 44. Ever. Oh, 44. Okay. Yeah, just this season. Uh, it all wrapped up here. It was an exciting season. It was an exciting episode. I think it was a really good uh, finale episode, actually. I really enjoyed it. They, I think they've figured out this format pretty well, especially when they only have five people instead of six people. I think they were doing for a little bit there. Uh, and I really enjoyed the whole fantasy season. So I guess there's, you Me know. Me too, man. A lot of different things to cover. Uh, is there anything that particularly, like, stood out about the episode to anybody? Good lord, what a loaded question. <laughs> you want to well, start? I don't know if we need to go beat like, by beat, but like, what do you want to talk like, about? Do you want to just, like, it's <laughs> a crazy I mean, we're going to be here for three hours if we narrate the whole episode. Well, yeah, so. I just mean, like, there's so many things. There's okay, like, so what do you want to say? I don't know, man. Spit it out. For, for a dollar, name a woman. I named Carolyn. Uh, Carolyn uh, got no votes, which is insane. Yeah. For yeah. like what we've seen of her. And it's like, sure, yes, Jam Jam did better at Final Tribal, but to not get a single vote. Especially for, from Franny, right? Right. Like, <laughs> especially because, like, I, we mentioned, or I, I at least definitely brought it up that, like, we've seen multiple scenes where. You know, Franny and Lauren um, have like these really specific moments with Carolyn that are like just, you know, human moments where they're just like being people around each other. Right. And getting along. Yes. And so I thought that was a very, very, very clear indicator that like here, you know, here is why yeah. these two people Vote for Carolyn. I thought the right, whole here's se- Carolyn like the doing point her of thing. the whole season was like showing us the justification for like why Carolyn got all all these jury votes to like let her win the yeah, and she got none of them, and she got none of them, which is crazy because it's like beyond just like it's like okay, I could see it being like oh, Jam Jam wins, but you know here's the justification for why she gets these two votes, right? Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. you know I thought that's where it was going, and then on top of that. Franny during the reunion, I I mean I hate even calling it a reunion. They're right. just there. Um, Franny goes like, "You have literally <laughs> changed my life forever. <laughs> For the rest of my existence on this planet, you have changed it." And Carolyn's just like, "That's why I you could have changed my life too, girl." Yeah. However, I, I will like, not give you a vote however, to like help I will you not get to second place bother writing your name down it's it's the spongebob <laughs> meme where it's yeah. like it's like you had a good relationship with carolyn yes she tried to like work with you and even like keep you around when people wanted to vote you out yes she literally changed your life forever yes so you'll throw her you know you'll vote for her and final tribal 
no, I'm going to vote for Jam Jam. It's just like, it's so weird. Yeah, I was shocked at how the vote was essentially unanimous, except for Danny. Danny votes for Heidi. Of course, which it's like, Danny, man. Okay. But <laughs> I, I honestly, yeah, I, I, th- I thought it would be like really close, like 50 50. Yeah, I thought it was going to be close. I mean, I think the kind of consensus is maybe Carolyn didn't have, like, the the best final tribal. I also think the consensus is that everyone kind of just wanted to vote for Jam Jam anyways, which I think is, is totally valid. But I still thought Carolyn was winning up mm-hmm. until Jeff read, like, two Jam Jam votes in a row. Yeah. I was Instead, still on I was the like, until... oh, okay, he's going to read Jam 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 Jam. And then he's going to get all the way. Carolyn, Carolyn, then, right? Yeah. <laughs> Did not happen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I definitely came out of that feeling a little, like, disappointed and shocked, I guess, which is on me, sure. But I was just very confident that the show was telling us, like, here's how Carolyn wins. And I really wanted her to win. But I still think Jam Jam is like a great winner. I think he's actually uh, like a, a very, very good solid winner. player. Like, when you really look and lay out the whole season like of course Carson was like very instrumental through all of this but like Jam Jam went through a lot and he also was like usually in the know for what the votes were and was usually directing a lot of them and he had some challenge wins under his belt yeah yeah had some challenge wins also just like had a big personality that people really liked and like knew how to you know, work the crowd in Final Tribal as well, and like yeah, I think you know, a big just thing... knew what to do with his presence, yeah. and he was like identified as a threat really early, like as soon as they got to the merge. But he stepped like he was doing a good job at like moving the votes around, whether it was directly him or just helping you know the vote move in that direction. He even laid it out it was like people voted for him, and then he got them out. People who were scared of him, he redirected. So he played a very solid solid game so i'm not disappointed necessarily i just like i'm still really happy that jam jam won but i am like unhappy that carolyn did not win i suppose yeah and like it's especially brutal that she got third place with no votes right like that's what's extra disappointing if it was like off by you know a vote or two it'd be like oh okay you know it's like it was really close but you know you know, it was like a good, solid, like there's. Yeah, and I don't. And it's not to say that Heidi like played a bad game either. But she had a big finale. That's right. Yeah, that's I I really sure. liked the quote from the finale where Carson's like, "Heidi's played a good game." No, that was Lauren. <laughs> that was Lauren, really. That okay. was Lauren. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I thought that yeah, was a funny really quote. Right. I like. I think Heidi did a really good job out there. The show just didn't do her as much justice. I think. But also, there were a couple decisions she made that were like a little uh, off. So I yeah. get it. But after watching Final Tribal, I was sitting there like, this vote is going to be like 4 3 1 or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Not 7 1. Which I think yeah. most of the votes of the new era have been. Yeah. I think it's been That's, a lot of 7 ones. Brought that up as like a problem with there being three people which is you know gets into like very fundamental questions about you know final travel and stuff like that um i think there are problems with it um i think three people is fine i just think the format 
It's like the jury kind of comes to a consensus on who the winner is, which kind of undermines the whole process of the vote to begin with. Yes, yes, 100%. I completely agree. And, like, there's parts of this format where it's kind of, you know, the Socratic seminar type format, which I think are beneficial, Mm -hmm. but seeing the results of it so consistently be this extremely lopsided votes leads me to believe that that's not going to change anytime soon because when it's in this sort of like group discussion format the jury is also in a way convincing the other people in the jury to vote a certain way right as opposed to you know the one person questions where it's much more personal you're like it's looking vi- for an a, answer yeah. from a specific person, but if so, if like disappoint you and someone else impresses you, like that might sort of change. And everyone else is watching, so they're still like getting the information. So yeah, I and get still like how the TV things to gain from comes the questions. off more interesting with the group discussion. But I yeah, I think it, it definitely has like an influence on on how the votes go. Though you know, we still had a couple like a couple spots where it felt like Franny would like was throwing uh, Carolyn like the perfect softball question. Just, yeah, absolute layup questions. Uh, and I guess that didn't really make. That's the other thing. It's just, like it's so bizarre. But it, you know, that, it's like... also possible. Like you know, we don't know. Like maybe Carson like went to Ponderosa or whatever and just talked all night about like how great of a job Jam Jam did the whole time. And then everyone just went into it like, oh, okay, like Jam Jam played a really solid game. And then Danny was like, well, I'm going to throw a vote at Heidi because it seems like everyone wants to go with Jam Jam. Yeah. Something like that. Who knows? But <sighs> I mean, that's how it shook out. So I think there are definitely, I think there's room for Survivor to try something different. Yeah. But I, I also kind of feel, well, maybe not so much last season necessarily i feel like this season it's like we had that scenario where like it feels like the best like the best gamer on the season like and we don't know about matthew because matthew left prematurely but um jamin played like a really good intelligent game out there and stayed well connected he's a gamer i I definitely would not have been disappointed (laughs) with a carson win though yeah, literally cool. any of the Tika three could have won. A, I think it would have been. Yeah, they did a they did a lot of work at Tika. Th- I think Tika three final tribal would have been insane. Yeah, that would have. It would have gotten crazy. I think Carson wins. Maybe yeah. I think Jam Jam still wins. You're probably I think, right. You're probably honestly yeah. You're probably I right. I think, think Jam Jam just has the charisma. the reasons. Yeah, I think the reasons why they voted for Jam Jam in our reality would stay the same. Uh huh. Yeah, like. I haven't done super solid math on it, but I feel like if the final four tribal went any other way, I win and Fred doesn't. Oh, you mean if Carson's sitting in the final three? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, if Heidi's not there and Carson definitely gets a couple jury votes, there's definitely room. It was a tight season. We can get to the points a little bit later, but yeah, the, it came out pretty tight. In the, uh, what else from the episode? We got... Uh, the fire making segment. Everyone seems like they're an expert at fire making, except for Carson, who thought he was, but apparently chokes under pressure. He was having yeah. too much pressure. Yeah, pulling him down. There's a really cute moment with uh, Jam Jam just being like, "Yeah, I, like I know I shouldn't be helping you, but I still want to." Like that was really sweet. Yeah. Th- again, like this ticket three is just so. 
it's such a good three. So wholesome. Because they're just so wholesome. Again, like, yeah. you know, when Carolyn showed, you know, only told Carson about her idol, he was just like, oh, I'm so proud of you. And it's like, it's this really wholesome. Like, he's just happy. Yeah. That, it's an, it's you know, interesting because it. Carson started out in the season. It felt like very, uh, ooh, I don't know another word, but I guess maybe he just felt like he had a really big ego or something. Like, he felt like he was better than everyone out there. Yeah, but then as the season went on, I felt like he really softened and was just like such a cheerleader for everyone around. Yeah, seeing the and it was like three, genuine. Yeah, and seeing these three really like grow from each other too. Because like same thing with Carolyn. Carolyn was like had a much bigger kind of more wild presence at the beginning, and just really chilled out a bit, and then also just started playing more and more as the season went on. And part of that is definitely you know. Carson and JJM's influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little family. Uh, we also got payoff in the finale from the twist, if you want to call it, of Carolyn the, having the, the cold bit. open. Yeah, the, the cold the, open. Yeah, the with talking wall. directly to the producer. We got that brought yeah, back again. That was like, that was really that fun. I, I liked that little that bit. I liked it's it. It's very, lot. it's very good, and really like. Again, I thought this was like them just putting it right in our face that Carolyn wins. And we're so like confident in her character that they can just do that, uh huh, and just be like, it's she's just that crazy that yeah. we can do whatever we want, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, but yeah, regardless of Jam Jam winning, stuff like that, and just Carolyn's whole presence is really like what makes the season, uh, like without a doubt. It it definitely I think will be like the Carolyn season plus the tika 3 as an extension and really i think looking back i think the show does do a decent amount of justice to each individual player by at least giving them a little bit of a highlight at at least looking at the post-merge people but even a fair amount of the pre-mergers i just feel like everyone got a pretty fair shake even if they weren't fully developed they at least like got a little bit of a highlight yeah i think there's definitely some i think the cast as a whole still isn't super standout but i can't say it's a bad cast yeah i think they did a good job with them yeah yeah so that was nice so about those challenges huh you want to talk about the challenges in this episode we do have some challenges okay so i mean there's a couple of them at least so we have the first challenge which uh you know i'm surveying i'm thinking to myself is uh, yes, they're going course. to be a puzzle. And I look at the challenge and I say, oh, there's no puzzle. And it's anyone's game. And then, uh, and then they explain the challenge. <laughs> and there's a puzzle at the end. So, All right, brain off. So uh, we're like, all right, time for Carson to win. And, you know, they go through <laughs> and the they, challenge. And they try so hard with, yeah. like, the commentary to make it seem like Carson isn't running away with yeah, it. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know. Like, Jeff, we have eyes. We can see. He, like, ties for so getting to funny. the end first. And then he's just putting it to like i i like at the start where he's like holding like 15 pieces in his arms <laughs> and they're like toppling yeah. all over because he's just looking for the one specific piece that he like wants yeah <laughs> and then he just like finishes his circle finishes the inside and he wins so good job carson uh i, I we've talked a lot about you know the puzzle prep and the 3d printing and whatnot you know i i like understand why they like this sort of thing but you know i think i'm much happier having this season and carson being kind of like 
you know, an anomaly challenge beast who just is very good in this area and then have it like not happen again. Like I'm happy for Carson yeah. to be like the puzzle greatest of I all time. Like, I feel like this happens with a lot of things in Survivor is there's somebody who yeah. completely breaks yeah, the mechanic we think about and like, like the, fix it next season. Yeah, we think about the Aussie swimming, right? And like Cook Islands yeah. and Micronesia and South Pacific. Like whenever Aussie's there and your challenge involves swimming like you know Aussie is going to be like two times as fast as anybody else right <laughs> yeah but, like at a minimum like, he's going to like going... clear the water challenges uh so like if Carson is the person who clears the puzzles that's awesome I just don't want him to like have uh, uh you know an effect that causes every nerd to like do all this 3d printing and yeah. come to the game where every puzzle is like okay well that's it well like going back to cook islands uh that's the last season where they had the immunity idols that you played before the vote right because you'll dangle the, the idol hell? over everybody's face and said no you guys need to uh you know do what i say because whatever you do i can just play this whenever i want mm-hmm. you could do that yep yeah got it for a what couple seasons hell? 11 12 and 13 and they brought it back for season 28. Oh, what the hell? And Why do we even watch this show? That helps Tony get through most <laughs> of the season. But honestly, I mean, if we're looking at advantages, aside from idols, they were pretty light in this season. We got like a couple so, new so here's the we got thing. a couple new ones in the first half. Second half of the season, just idols. Yeah, the yeah. pre-merge was horrendous. Yeah. The post-merge was great. I mean, really, the pre-merge, <laughs> About I, th- that. I feel like we were fans of the advantages they were putting in. Some of them, some of I'm them never, were pretty. Never atrocious. have and never will be a fan of knowledge's power. Knowledge's power is bad. Yeah, I do kind of get what, uh, like Jeff says, that it's not so much the using the advantage, but just the threat of the advantage causes like interesting, I guess, like gameplay. But and it has not, made interesting it, moments, but it I'd makes be, me want to die. The, <laughs> To revive an advantage or whatever it was, where you where you bring it back after it's been used. Yeah. Interesting in theory. Uh huh. But we never saw it get used, right? It well, is also okay, so like completely the, broken the if the person who uses it has another idol. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The problem isn't necessarily that there's any particular twist. I I would have to go back and look at everything because I remember being really mad about something or several things mm-hmm. but the the main problem i have looking back on it is just like how many things they put out into the aether all at like the same time yeah because right? yeah. like individually stuff like the bank of votes stuff like the um necromancy advantage mm-hmm. uh are fine on their own but when you bring three people to an island and just hand them yeah. stuff, well, it's because, kind of yeah, a there lot. was the and first also, round where also... they had to play the game for it. And then there they was had the to second play the game. round where they showed up and they're like, here you go. Here's your idol. Oh, you're leaving. But a you're on a different tribe. Yeah. It's like, that's exactly like, it's just think about all the islands. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, each one is just so silly. And it's like, on their own, they're not that, like, they're not that egregious but when you do three of them and they're all like pretty significant it's like stop yeah that was definitely <laughs> kind of the that. major complaint of the uh 
like the pre and that's what i that's what i mean when like the pre-merge just did way too much on on that but then they scaled back for the post-merge which is exactly which is why it's so good i think it's time to retire the island and think of a more interesting way to put these interesting advantages in people's hands. They did do the beware advantages where they had to say, uh, potatoes have skin and yeah. I have skin. Am I a potato or something like that? Yeah, that that worked one time. I don't see that working. Right. It can't. It can't, can't work ever. Well, again. and then what? Last season we had the beads. They had to collect all the beads from the their tribe. The beads was goaded. The bees was good. I felt like maybe and they just now, gave up a little bit this season. <laughs> well, no, we had the birdcage. They, yeah, that's right. The they, bird did have the they just also that's had like, all the other stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I think the, uh, I will praise the birdcage. You know, yeah, birdcage was cool for for being uh, a a an actually creative you know step in that same kind of direction, but like in a new creative way. Yeah. Um, some, I'm surprised we didn't have another one of those in the finale, but maybe it just doesn't matter because yeah. it's less of a secret. But yeah. I think they could have done another one, like at the merge or something. One of the most interesting ways to gain an advantage that I can recall from recent history was like having to sneak into one of the other camps and like retrieve something without them noticing. Mm-hmm. That one was very fun and sticks very fondly in my mind. Yeah. I think it's fun. I don't think it's as I would prefer things like the beads and the and the birdcage and such. Things that have yeah. social that, like ramifications cuz I mean yeah. really like I guess there's a threat of being caught. We've never seen someone actually get caught on like a secret mission. Yeah. So I like the idea of them interfacing with their own tribe and trying to like satisfy some sort of condition yeah, yeah. so i think still all, all of them all three of those it, it are in the same vein and also the the birdcage included so four are like good examples of the twist itself being a familiar like advantage but gaining it through a different medium is what makes it interesting not taking the advantage and giving out a bunch of them and then making them like See, new different weird I'm, things i'm a fan of pulling people from drif- different tribes away to get to know each other outside of their tribes yeah but which is I'm the not, point of the island they just keep I, not, not doing it yeah i'm not a fan of them making it to the end of their journey and playing a game or being handed something like uh it it needs to be more interesting than that i think yeah i agree we also need to like have them actually like get to know each other i think they like are (laughs) we just they just don't show us on okay so then show it to us but then the other thing i you have to consider is like at what point do does everyone that goes to the island at what point does the island become worthless at forgetting to know each other because everyone knows what's going on? Yeah, is expecting some kind of like uh, game. At- I mean, even still, I think it's well, it's not even that the game. It's even like- hold on, hold on, hold on. Even beyond like the advantage or whatever, just at what point do people realize that like 
giving away information is like too risky right because it's kind of like a (laughs) i hate to say it it's kind of like a prisoner's dilemma where you don't you want you're, you're essentially just constantly playing chicken with trying to get other people to give up information without giving up your own or giving up like fake information yeah right so how much are they really getting to know each other if everyone that goes to the island is like aware of the fact that you know giving out information probably doesn't put you in a better spot than getting information and telling it to your tribe to put yourself in a better spot on your tribe yeah right whereas giving other people information may net you a connection later in the game but that's only really going to be useful for you if they flip or if you flip which is a lot harder to make happen in either direction than just trying to get in a better spot, make a better alliance on your tribe. And obviously there's like, you know, potential math where like, if you're not voting on tribal uh, lines, then maybe, the math. <laughs> then maybe you get like a two or three alliance on your tribe. And then when you merge, you get like, you know, your connection plus their one or two other. And then now that's no life. So like, it's, it's like, there's something to be said about that. But like, ultimately, again, I think the idea of giving out information about your tribe coming to a merge where the people you told that information to have just told it to their tribes and are going to use it against you is way too much risk to ever do it. And I feel like that's at least part of the reason why we get so little interaction from the island is that people are just playing the game yeah. at the island. That makes sense. So it stops being interesting. Well, maybe they'll, oh, maybe maybe they'll do something different. Maybe they won't. But I think they're like at least trying to do something better. But we'll have longer episodes next season. So longer episodes. We'll see how they use the time. Should hopefully be pretty big but like maybe i'm just overly optimistic i think it'll give them more time to breathe as long as they don't try to just continue to cram as much as they can i think it'll give them a lot more time to breathe which will be helpful for the storytelling of the show yeah that's the that's the hope at least uh also something i realized when we were kind of talking through stuff is that this is the first season it feels like in a while they didn't like gamify the advantage in the finale because like the last couple seasons oh, they have like yeah. you know they have a word search or something they have to complete and then they can go look for the idol but this time yeah. everyone's just like yeah how do you play an idol so we think there's one somewhere and they put it in a tree and no one ever looks up so never ever found it <laughs> yeah players never look up unless they're instructed to do so so I and honestly i think that was really nice because uh you know imagine if there was an idol played at five also. It would have been messy. Yeah. That was crazy. So that's how that one went. Fire making stuff. Um, well, we also had... Well, what? We do the first tribal after the first challenge. Yeah. And it's pretty close. I I think Jam Jam easily could have gone home here. Yeah. But Lauren was... on the table. Lauren was too much of that sudden threat that they, you know, pull, like to pull out in the finale. Lauren's a big threat. We have to get rid of Lauren. And then they, they did. Guess. Yeah, she's. I mean, like, like Carson said, she's played a good game. Yeah. So <laughs> and she's like, decently of course they... connected, more or less, to like people on the jury, and it's more dangerous to let her get all the way to the final three because that will kind of make her game more impressive in that of itself. 
especially if she was able to like dismantle the Tika Tika three. But yeah, they get ahead of that, and Lauren goes, which is probably, well, I guess we kind of imagine Carson going. I don't know. Lauren going home at five was exactly what I figured was going to happen. So <laughs> it was nice to see that come true, I suppose. Um, and then right after that tribal, they like, boom, next they challenge. Immediately go to the challenge, which is crazy. There's no like follow up. There's no repercussions. There's nothing about that vote. Yeah. Not important. Not relevant. But look, it's horrible pacing. But look, they brought some motion back. Yo, Samotion! Samotion Pog! I love Samotion! 3D print the entire Samotion puzzle. Uh, <laughs> That's what Must think. have been Carson. Mm. Uh, I also went into this challenge thinking, surely this must be the challenge that Carolyn wins. <laughs> yeah. No. And then it no. didn't take long to realize that Carolyn did not have it under control, which is I, fine. I've decided that that challenge. Uh, is what I'm going to recreate and do for my Survivor application. Uh, is I'm going to do like a 12-hour live stream where I don't drop a ball once. That's crazy. Yeah, that. Well, eventually you just have to. Yeah. If you uh, add enough balls, but I guess. I feel like well, once you get match, enough, right? then you're just yeah. back forward, back forward, back forward. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna science it out and get it to where I will never drop one of the balls. Sweet. Nice. That's I love my that. survivor application. I love that for you. I just I just have to rebuild that <laughs> monstrosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Heidi wins the challenge. Heidi wins what? the challenge. And she's immediately like, I don't know if I'm going to be safe from fire making. I might go do it. And Jeff's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they all go back to camp and everyone just yeah. kind of flexes their fire making skills except for Carson. I saw some people mention also that like announcing that you might give it up is like bad you want them to optics. Sweat. Yeah, because yeah. like you want people to convince you to take them and yeah. you want people to feel confident that you are taking them so that they don't practice. I guess yeah. that's true to a point, but I think when there's just four people, they like give them all the materials they need and like they just have all the time to make fire. Yeah, I mean they probably But I guess you anyways, could get but... in someone's head by saying like, "Yeah, I'm going to just take you so you're chilling." Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like I don't know. It in this these like last few days, Heidi just made a handful of questionable decisions that didn't really work out for her. Yeah. I feel like with, with that moment where on the platform, Heidi is saying, Oh, I might do fire making myself. I feel like she, at that point announced I am doing fire making. And then Jeff's like, Hey, you can't do it. It's a TV show. <laughs> yeah. In general, it's just like, it, you just don't want to show your hand. Like, right. like you have yeah. power here. Just yeah. there, there is no reason to show your hand that, blatantly it's like the same thing when you get to a tribal council you don't want to walk in and then immediately you'd be like oh jeff by the way like here's my idol i'm gonna play yeah, yeah exactly it's like you gotta save it a little bit <laughs> true yeah so but she does she does give up her necklace yeah i think heidi does her best this episode to make 
make a, any case. Stand. Yeah, make a case for her game. Yeah. I think she does everything she possibly could other than beating Carson at a puzzle, which is impossible. And beating S- somebody who's better at fire at fire. Yeah. Um, so she does just about like everything she could do to make her game as good as possible, yeah. but yeah, it's just not enough. Yeah, I also think we learned the lesson that maybe like putting yourself at a necessary risk isn't necessarily going to change minds. Yeah, true. So it's it's definitely not like a requirement to win the game. Yeah. So that's But yeah, good finale. It's a very fun finale. Wait, so there were there's four people, right? And oh, it's because Correct. she sent herself. Okay. I was like trying to figure out like if she gets to take one person to the final three and she puts one person in fire making, then like what's up with Jam Jam? But the point is that by winning the challenge, you're also like supposed to get to the final three. Final three. Yeah. But she waived that. I noticed that they like kind of made it more formal in the st- and maybe they've done this before like more formal in the steps you take where jeff's like okay who are you gonna like put in fire making and then who else are or it's like who's, who are you gonna save who are you gonna put in fire making and then who else are you gonna put in fire making because i remember when yeah chris first did that in 38 he's like all at the same time he's like i'm gonna give up my immunity and i'm gonna challenge rick devins and fire making or something yeah which people were like wait can you do that does like giving up the immunity mean that like the other person has the power to choose now so they've kind of like formalized it a bit but the side effect is like if you put yourself in fire making challenge then you're effectively sending two people to the final three yeah which is fine but i was like wait you're, what happened you're to sending <laughs> one person to the final three and then you're relinquishing your spot to somebody else yes. yeah yeah because, yeah, Jam Jam just kind of, like, ended up there by default. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. Uh, but, yeah, basically, you know, don't necessarily have to do fire making to prove that you deserve to win the game unless you're Chris in Edge of Extinction. Unless you're coming back yeah. from the Edge of Extinction. Yeah. I think, And I think that is the only time that will ever work out for some... But, yeah, it basically just seems like if you're in a good spot, just go to the... F- go to the final three yeah because there's been some talk after the last couple seasons where or maybe it's only after last season i don't remember all the fire i don't remember all the fire making challenges but um there was some talk of like the fire making challenge being too impactful on Mm -hmm. jury perception because it's essentially the only challenge they ever see yeah because they the jury grilled someone about that recently they were like, you didn't, yeah. you didn't face off against them. But it was also like, I think it was last year. It was either with Cassidy or something. Yeah, it was Cassidy. But like, they I'm probably weren't sure, going to vote for Cassidy challenge. anyways. No, it was a hundred percent Cassidy. Yeah, because I was mad about that because it was, it, it was BS. It didn't yeah. make any sense. Like she already won the challenge. <laughs> she doesn't need to like. So I think it, yeah. it like depends on your jury. I think, but we're yeah. still setting the patterns for how the new era works and ultimately like if you win that challenge you don't have to it like it won't make enough of a difference it's not going to change the perspective of the jury they were never going to vote for cassidy in the first place and they're never going to vote for heidi in the first place regardless of what they did with that challenge that's what we learned but it does send carson home so yeah carson unfortunately rip jam jam's energy was not enough Game, yeah. game ends. <laughs> Didn't do it. 
And I miss Carson. Yeah. And then we have our final tribal where everyone gives. Honestly, I I thought everyone did, yeah, did pretty well. They all nailed it. Yeah. But uh, Heidi. Oh yes, but Heidi immediately threw by interrupting yeah, Jamie. Right. Yeah. That right was like the, the one bat. thing where I was like, Nah, that's you're done. So <laughs> like, regardless of who it is, like it doesn't matter who it is. You cannot. It's like part of it you want to fight for your game, but part of it you have to like let your game speak for itself and not like tear down the people sitting next to you. Yeah, Yeah. because it just looked really petty, especially if they have a good answer to your question, Mm -hmm. then it makes you look extra stupid. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, but it was it was good. It was exciting. Tribal Uh, didn't quite end how I imagined. I thought the whole finale was just a really solid episode with like engaging storytelling throughout like the pace kept up and never really dragged that much and we got good character like moments still where it felt like it was yeah. just a really close group all of the payoff from the whole season really came through this episode like you know with all of the tika three just like all of the relationships the characters um just everything feels so satisfying regardless True. of like the exact way it played out it's just like everything that has built up to this point, you know, is relevant. Mm-hmm. You know, the relationships and even like, you know, Carson in in on the jury, like, uh, <laughs> what was it? Pageant mom. Yeah. Uh, like... Carolyn's answers. It's like, it's just very, it's very silly, but it's very like sweet. Mm-hmm. You know? So I liked it. It was a good season. I mean... Well, if Carson was such a good pageant mom, why didn't you vote for her? I mean, that's the other thing, too. Like, <laughs> you see that, and you're like, it's so weird. I get why like Carson this. voted for Jam Jam, but I also, I also get totally it. imagined he was going to vote for Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jam Jam does, like, a very good job. Thinking back to it, it's, like, it's a very Tony-esque final tribal where the biggest strength to it is just making people entertained while having like a good enough game that you don't really need to like fight for it. Yeah, I mean that's a little bit how Gabler went too. I think Gabler did a little more like gameplay justification, but it was always like the entire jury like was really happy with uh Gabler's like final tribal performance. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was kind of what Carolyn was doing, but I guess not. I also <laughs> felt that. I thought I came out of Final Tribal thinking that like Oh yeah, Carolyn still got it. Like I, I don't know what I missed. Maybe I was just blinded. Yeah, I think I was know? so focused on Carolyn, I was just ignoring everyone else because I was like, Carolyn would yeah. say something. I'm like, oh, like the jury loves it. They're all smiling. They're all happy. <laughs> I just was ignoring everything else. Because yeah, they like every time they <laughs> Carolyn did anything, and like throughout the season, everyone just loves her. Uh-huh. Like I don't, I don't know what all that was for. <laughs> oh no. I mean, to be fair, like. They're all just very polite, Everyone and they're listening her. to people talk, and they're nodding and smiling. <laughs> I guess so, man. They're just real good friends, okay? Yeah. Carolyn's so goaded. Well, Carol, the more that I think about it, Carolyn's actually just, like, top three. <laughs> top three all time for me. It was very good. Honestly. Because I was, like, doing the... I was going through the the list, and it was just, like, Parvati, obviously. Two is, like, Courtney. Yeah. Three is, like... Carolyn, <laughs> like yeah. that's just it. That's the three. Rick Devins, baby. Rick Devins is pretty great. Rick Devins is up there. <laughs> well, that I guess is kind of most of our our thoughts on that finale. We also 
uh, concurrently with the Survivor season, believe it or not, we did a entire fantasy season too, where the players whoa, did whoa, stuff whoa. and they gave points for true. those no, true. Before we get there, though, before we get there, though, just general overall feelings on the season as a, as an entirety. Now that we have seen the results and can look at the narrative as a whole, what what are what are our feelings? What's our number? Uh, pretty mid. Yeah. Really? <laughs> it's like a yeah. seven. Interesting. We liked the season. I think the pre-merge had some issues, but they didn't. Uh, they didn't have too much of a like negative ramification on the rest of this. I w- I would say probably like top fifteen. I think well, like that's the weakest that's point of the season like, to me. That's is... better than mid. <laughs> Yeah, I, f- <laughs> I feel like the weak point for the season for me is like in the late merge game, we didn't really see an adversary to the three. Uh, like they just kind of owned the game. And I guess so. I think they're, they're that just I enjoy the story where they're just so good at it. But I think like <laughs> Danny was kind of the main antagonist pretty yeah, much for yeah. a long time. It's just once Danny was voted out. They just and didn't have I mean, much like, trouble navigating around Jamie. I guess I didn't take yeah. Danny too seriously then as a every, threat because he yeah. couldn't win a challenge for shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it seemed like people were somewhat loyal to him. I think it was, like, Danny was the biggest kind of villain antagonist for a bit. And then Jam Jam kind of turned into that because I was, was still from, nice from Carolyn's perspective where it's like, okay, Jam Jam yeah. is, like, wanting to betray the Tika 3. It just never really happened. Yeah. I gave it a nine and a half. <laughs> I really like this season. It's okay. really good. Okay, you are entitled I, to that opinion. <laughs> I'd say like a six point. Wow. Eight. Huh. Yeah, I think I think Carolyn does a lot of work for this. Yeah, That's Carolyn hard Like to an extension, I think the T- Tika three. Tika hard carried. Yeah, yeah. Just makes it a really fun yeah. season. But I also think every other character just like has a little role that like makes it fun and interesting. Whether it's like yeah. Matt being hopelessly in love with Franny or Josh just like lying about everything. Just being yeah. an absolute failure <laughs> the entire season. Jamie being the uh the the not diametrically opposed, the the parallel girl failure uh-huh. to Josh's man failure. <laughs> yeah. Danny is just like you love to hate him, but you also love his energy. So I think they like did a good oh, yeah, that's job. The, we didn't even talk about the reunion. The reunion has stuff to talk about too. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Did the season really? is yeah. <laughs> the season is, I is very entertaining. That's um, also what we kind of went into the season with, where it's like okay, and you said this a lot. It's like we get to tribal. It's like okay, turn your brain off. So like if you're looking for the yeah. strategic type of season, I think it does have some of that. But also, just like Carson and Jam Jam did such a good job navigating everything, there wasn't too much like back and forward. But I think there were some good moves. Like Danny had the one like idol play that was fun to watch. Carolyn had that. Um, I guess what it was the Danny or the Jamie vote figured out really well. Yeah, she also had her idol play, which like wasn't yeah. necessary. So like there but... were some there were some decent steps, but like really early on, it was pretty clear that like this wasn't going to be the biggest gameplay season it was much more character based and to compare it to something like cook islands which also had a very dominant three right there's more narrative to like the comeback of it Uh they had a dominant Um, four but but the other two are kind of forgettable yeah so that's the other thing it's like it's a dominant four 
I thought it was three, <laughs> and looking at the three, I really only remembered two. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Compared to like these three, which like I could see myself remembering the Tika three, like for the rest of mm-hmm. Survivor, and also I think the rest of the cast surrounding the main trio is more entertaining in this season than Cook Islands. Sans Parvati, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, like, making that comparison and how I feel watching this season, I could only think that this season was more Yeah, like, I enjoyed watch watching this season. And therefore, rated higher. For as much as we like to complain about you know, challenges or twists or advantages. It was it was enjoyable to watch. There's also been plenty of seasons with like very weak pre-merges and like incredible merges mm-hmm. that make for like really good seasons. So like the pre-merge being messy, I mean, of course, does take away from the overall, but not enough that I would really hold it against yeah, it. It's less important. It's just kind of the process to get to the merge, which is when they Yeah. 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 So uh, what, Fred gave it a really... you said a nine point five. I went nine to nine and a half. I went to nine, which uh, you know, less than forty two and forty three, but still way better than forty one. But New Era yeah. we're pretty high on. New Era's been surprisingly good for how much we love to hate it. <laughs> it's been very good and I think you know at decent. least some part you know, you you're allowed I, to think that. I <laughs> I believe that the casts have been good. They're casting mm-hmm. in the new era very good. Yeah. They're yeah, a pretty significant reason for that. The yeah. game itself just kind of feels stale to me. Yeah, the game is very stale. I agree. Yeah, that's US Survivor so you for want you. more twists. <laughs> yes. I, I, hate I you. want interesting. <laughs> game have you watched like, any other versions of survivor yeah i've watched australia oh, okay i've watched several weeks that's true you have done Quebec. that i feel like the uh like the other versions of survivor kind of keep things like fresh and interesting while still also yeah uh calling back a lot to the original formula i think they're yep. fun when you want something different yeah i should watch those but they're we've, just so we've long. watched a little bit we've seen a couple seasons of uh survivor boston which i do yeah, recommend <laughs> i do recommend it, if it you're is really it is really good like do we do did i have a number for the season i don't actually know i didn't record it uh what's wrong with you i don't know you i should have but you probably would have asked me then i don't know we've seen i feel like we've I seen like one and a half something. seasons and we're like halfway through this uh one of the seasons i that i think is good we just this is a lot to watch to binge. Yeah, first season was very, very good though. It's good. That's an and easy, it gets like, better. Nine, nine and a half, ten. Um, watch Survivor yeah. Boston. It's on YouTube. Watch Survivor colon anything except for US, and you'll have a good time. I promise. Usually, more or less. Yeah. The only the last thing I want to mention about the reunion was that I thought it was really funny when they revealed that Carson was like a, a NASA student engineering <laughs> student. <laughs> and student. like. And, <laughs> Everyone's like, what? what? Including like Carolyn and JJ. And then I I just completely like forgot about the fact that he never uh-huh. told them. Yeah. Because in my like, head, I was like, oh, it's probably just something that they, you know, talked about off screen. Uh, and then as they are signing off, Carolyn goes up to Carson. Carolyn's like, like, you work you're... for NASA? He's like, he's student. Like, a, a student. And she's just like, <laughs> she does like the wow face. <laughs> like, that's cr- It's so good. I, it's just like such a good three. I love them so much. 
also i i have been loving the like post season uh like out of game tweets with like the groups of them like carolyn took uh like carson and jam jam and franny out and they got lip injections and like, <laughs> just just That's doing random shit together and it's so funny and i love yeah. that franny and matt are still together yep. it's very sweet yeah vibes are good yeah honestly at this point it's because that's the other thing that was like i thought about with this season like had this exact season come out in like the you know late 30s or something when we were we were still catching up how i would have felt about it you know when i was much more like i i watched it more strategically or for the strategic aspect i probably wouldn't have appreciated it anywhere near as much but at this point i'm just here for the vibes man and so when like the vibes are good i'm down yeah i watch it for kind of the whole package i like i like to see all of it and i respect that there there were some parts lacking and some parts that were honestly like some of the best we've seen in certain aspects so Mm -hmm. some up and downs pretty enjoyable season i think that's very accurate (laughs) yeah and it just comes down to what you're looking for because i think that's a very fair like um analysis of it yeah and i i have like uh review scales like we were talking about our score out of 10 Mm -hmm. review scales have significantly like been bumped in modern culture to where like only seven through ten matter anything below a seven's like no like five is the average yeah on a scale i definitely fall into that that like category where i overrate things but that that is how i rate everything that's fair yeah i I think i'm very strict to that yeah i think you could probably look at like the way fred and i've rated the season and i think the lowest one we have is well, Fred's lowest is a 3.5. My lowest is a, yeah, is a 5. Yeah, garbage. So really, you could probably adjust our scale to be between 5 and 10, or, you know, 1 through 5. Yeah. And have it be, like, but yeah, it's the, something. Yeah. I just, the reason why. It's, like, compared to a bad show. You know, it's, like, Survivor's better than a, a bad Because that's TV the show. thing, right? It's, like, a sub-5 is, like, I genuinely did not enjoy the the experience right a, a five is like it was all right you know still survivor a three was like it's still survivor so it's like as long as it's has some value and entertainment to it it's kind of hard for me to give it less than that it's like a f- less than a five is like something that's actively not good or missing more than it brings by like a pretty big margin mm-hmm. so it just ends up being like yeah most survivor seasons are above a five because it's just an entertaining enough show, even at its worst, that it's not worse than that. Well, other than the one, se- other than the one season that was total garbage. <laughs> well, while we're talking about numbers, if I can squeeze my way in, and let's move on over to the spreadsheet. Talk about the points for this episode and a little bit more about the season as a whole. So how episode points work uh, a little differently in the finale. You get three points for every tribal council you attend, but not if you're on the jury. So that leads to Lauren getting three, 
Uh, Carson getting six, and Carolyn, Heidi, and JMJM all getting nine. Uh, Heidi wins two challenges, immunity and fire making. Carson wins the other immunity challenge. Had a reward component. JamJam was taken along. Uh, actually, am I missing a vote in safe? I think I am. On Jam Jam. <gasps> yeah. On Jam Jam? Wow, you beat Soaring by one? <laughs> All right, we'll get to this in a minute. <laughs> what? Uh, plus the final what? placement. No uh, 25 points to Jam Jam, a big prize that I was not expecting to receive. Uh, plus only five points for Carolyn and 15 Absolute scam. points for Heidi. <laughs> So, uh, what that means for this episode, unfortunately, uh, Teeb went into the finale with nobody, so zero points yep. there. Soaring gets 11 points for Carson. I get a pretty solid 36 points, uh, you know, for Jam Jam barely earning any points the entire season. Really made up for it here. Uh, and, and with this, do, your prediction. Yeah, that's true. Your prediction from the very start of the season was correct. Yeah, Jam Jam, I first draft pick, called the winner pick, and hey. More impressed with that than like anything else from the season. <laughs> you called your shot, and it worked. Yeah, that's true. I still, yeah, I guess I'm not quite used to the fact that Jam Jam has won the season, but yeah, I definitely, definitely <laughs> called You're still in denial. Definitely called it. Uh, and then, Fred, you come out of the episode with a total of 49 points. Yes, sir. So that means... It's my time. That when we look at our point totals, uh, we have Teeb in fourth place which uh, with 134 points. With so pretty respectful. Yeah. I would say uh, across the board, this is probably like the most balanced final point totals we've like ever had. Like, we're all really close to first place. Uh, Teeb, unfortunately, had a pretty rough redraft, but uh, we're all really close here at the end. So the next person then, uh, since I have realized there was an extra point, single point <laughs> a in there, single point. <laughs> brings us to Soaring with 176 points across the season. Uh, Soaring actually had a really good first draft, uh, the issue, Soaring, is that you decided <laughs> to not lock in Carolyn at the redraft. Yep. And that's the only difference it makes uh, between yep. you winning and not. <laughs> you allowed Fred an in. To make a gambit. To come through with these bullshit. Yeah, and he took it. What do you mean? <laughs> we agreed it was a gambit. Now, if Fred's punishment had actually ended up being a punishment. Right. <laughs> I didn't pick these players, yeah, brother. I was we handed these players. Him. What do you want me to do? You're mad at me because I just wanted Carolyn <laughs> and I wanted to I wanted to lose the, yeah, the fantasy fault. with it's Carolyn and you you handed me the win? Like, I don't, I don't What do you want? <laughs> yeah, I should have just stopped to underestimate. What you you gonna tell yeah. me I just I just mind controlled you into giving me the win because I definitely didn't do that or anything. So after soaring yes, one master. point up, thanks yes, master. to uh, <laughs> what are your orders, master? <laughs> thanks to Jam Jam's victory is me with 177, uh, which I can't believe you you beat Soaring. That's really point. funny. That's actually insane I did not numbers. expect that considering Soaring has been in the lead the entire season and I've been near the bottom the entire season. Uh, I'm quite surprised to see me uh, sneak up into second place when I thought I was fighting for third for so long. <laughs> uh, and then that leaves Fred only, what is that, like 11, 11 more points, which is a really tight difference 
Um, if Jam Jam did like a couple more things or anybody on my team did a couple more things, I would have maybe even won this season. Who knows? Um, there's Fred, who also, I guess. Let's go! Yeah. If I kept celebrating the redraft, I might. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I... It's like if there's a couple different things. Like uh, if I said, you know, told Fred to not take Carolyn and I denied his gambit, he'd be stuck with Josh and I would have taken Carolyn and then I would have been big chilling. Chilling. Yeah. yeah. You fools. But hey, there's Fred with 188 points finally winning a fantasy season. I've won a season. I have a season under my belt. It's happened. Have Let's you go. not won before? No. Really? No. Yeah, I think that. I guess 45. I yeah, I was 45 say, is my leaves, time, gamers. Yeah, 45 is, is, is the teams. only person who has not yet won a fantasy season. So it's definitely your turn. We'll see how it comes <laughs> yeah, out. The, the one season I just started to, to win. Added to the script. <laughs> was uh yeah <laughs> which was uh 43 because i had the goaded first draft mm-hmm. it all got yoinked out from under me yeah well yeah 43 so once again 43, we had the redraft that you lost your really good draft 42 you had the winner that you gave to me and also in yep. 40 you had the winner that you gave to me <laughs> yeah and so far every season that we've had the redraft the redraft has like decided dressed, has decided the, the yeah results Mm -hmm. which is like very interesting (laughs) i don't think that that's like a flaw in the system or anything but i think it's like and it keeps it more fair i I agree i love the our our scores are very close i absolutely adore them yeah i think it came out very well uh however i did pull the numbers for what the season might have looked like (laughs) if we did not (laughs) these are hilarious we didn't trade and we just stuck with the original people that we drafted Uh, These are so funny. So actually, what's interesting is that... Start from the top. Okay, I'll start from the top. So what's interesting is that these scores are also very balanced, just at the uh, expense (laughs) of someone else. We'll get there. We'll get there. So at the very start, I win the season with 217 points, uh, which is pretty great. I had Jam Jam. I had Carson, right? I had Franny, uh, all pretty decent point earners. Two points below me with 215 points is Teeb. Of Yo. course, accounting for if we're still doing the like the swap with Bruce and Heidi, right? We still like allowed yeah. that. Yeah, that that was that was well before, you know, but anything Heidi else. uh earned a lot of points this season. Plus Brandon yeah. did pretty good. Uh you had Matt who did decently. Uh so yeah, you would have ended up in second place then only a couple more points down at 204 would be soaring with another 11 point lead yeah so you have soaring or not soaring <laughs> you have like carolyn you had danny lauren's also in the finale uh so a pretty good selection uh so that gives us 217 215 and 204 all very close to each other then comes fred who probably had the <laughs> worst draft ever. Draft of uh, all time. With a total of 49 points. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's so comedically <laughs> pathetic. With uh, it's like just losing Maddie and Helen in the first and second episode, respect, uh, respectively. Then Sarah going uh you know in episode four and then josh goes in episode six and then that would be it you get one episode into the merge and then you'd just be sitting 
with nothing for the entire season. <laughs> it's it like me and Dave crazy. versus Goliath, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't even cross 50, dude. Like, that's... <laughs> so, how do I like, go from such a high of last season where I literally, like... Other than I think a single, yeah, it's like pick, you earned you earned forty nine points perfectly. in the finale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, going from you know a near perfect draft initial draft to literally the worst that we have ever yeah, seen. You spent it all. You spent all your your good juju. Is, your good luck I is mean. hilarious. Yeah, except for the yeah, and then I had to pull myself up by my own bootstraps. And make a gamble mm-hmm. just to have a chance. Um, yeah, let's see. Even even soaring in David versus Goliath, you lost the first three people of the season. Uh, you got 148 points, <laughs> and Jimmer got 182, <laughs> and he had a much more balance. So even then, when you had such yeah, a terrible still start, still 100 plus points more than. Yeah. Granted, there <laughs> were more players then, but still. Yeah, more players. The point were significantly differently scored to a point but yeah. still uh i think if we rescored david versus goliath you still would have earned more points than fred here yeah yeah it's like <laughs> it's very hard to not get more it's very hard to not get triple digit yeah, points yeah so i mean it's like out of you know, basically like looking at our unit totals right you drafted the bottom 6 of course Bruce, you know, left in the middle of the first episode. So it's like of the four people you picked, it's like, you know, most of the bottom five. <laughs> so that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, also, I didn't even, I, I, I only could have gotten less points if I switched Josh and Claire. Right. I could not have done that. Yeah, that's true. Because Claire was picked first. So I literally drafted as poorly as possible because even if I drafted that's Bruce, right. then you would have gotten, who is the lowest, I would have gotten Heidi. Bad, and then, yeah. Funny how that so works. So I literally picked, I drafted <laughs> the literally <laughs> worst I possibly could well, have. Well, we'll see how you draft next time. That's crazy. That's actually insane how bad that is. <laughs> I think maybe you were just wow. from, from last season. And you <laughs> yeah, just went maybe... back to a comfort safe place and it didn't do too good for you. <laughs> it didn't work out. Well, shall we review our beginning of season predictions? Uh, real quick, I just want to look more at the unit totals. So oh, Heidi okay. actually oh, significantly yeah, yeah, yeah. is the top point earner of the season, which is funny because she was never actually drafted by anyone. Uh, yeah. So she got... <laughs> Wait, that's actually true. <laughs> that's actually insane. So she got 89 points total, uh, only four of which didn't go to anyone. Uh, followed by Jam Jam, actually. Jam Jam, who for so long had been like doing worse than like Matthew, <laughs> uh, finally yeah. gets a little bit of a, a windfall here uh, with a win, bringing him all the way up into our second spot with 70 points. Then. Yeah, but really quick, really quick. So Heidi was never drafted. I just want to go over the right. situation because I think yeah. it's very funny. She wasn't drafted in the initial draft, so she went to waivers, uh-huh. right? But then we agreed preemptively that if uh, s- somebody gets medevaced in episode one, then they can replace them with somebody from waivers. Technically, you had the choice between Heidi and, and Jamie. 
that that is true so there was a choice made there at, at the very least but yeah bruce goes heidi replaces bruce and then at the redraft i make my gambit and since none of the other three drafted heidi she defaulted to my team mm -hmm. so i didn't even draft her <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she did a lot. Yeah, I, uh, what challenge wins, idol plays, stuff yep. like that. Uh, and then you have Carolyn and Carson, who are one point away from each other, uh, sixty and sixty-one. So, uh, and then you have Lauren with the next spot with fifty-eight points. So, looking at this, the top five point earners are all five people in the finale, and that mm, just continues to say, system. yeah, that our rules are mm. amazing <laughs> because they work. Uh, maybe this instead suggests that instead of points at all, we should just <laughs> draft and have the winner be whoever has the, uh, you know, com best combined average of like final placements. Oh, yeah. But I think there's enough nuance in the middle, especially you have the difference between Heidi and Jam Jam. Heidi got a lot more points than Jam Jam did. Um, but Jam Jam made up for a lot of those points by winning the season. So I think it works out really well. I like seeing Carolyn and Carson next to each other. I like to see the top five be our top five. It worked out. It Hell worked out yeah. very well. Hell yeah. Um, we have the best system. Yeah. And I refuse to believe otherwise. Yeah. All right. So, uh, also we've referred to this a couple times. We have a bunch of predictions that we made at the beginning of the season. And we only just now had some of them come true. Uh, first of all, Matthew never really lost his hand, did he? They never really well, took his hand off. I, okay, but so what's I, like our time frame here? Because like, what if, <laughs> you know, like what if one day? Okay, we can leave it open know, for you know. Just like yeah, it's still to be determined. We can yeah. we can return back if ever relevant. Uh, Twenty years yeah. down the so line, he no Matthew. Matthew comes back on <laughs> season sixty, and then he loses right. his hand. <laughs> Yeah, so let's see what what didn't come true. There were not any trades this season, uh, there which no I think kind nuts. of makes sense with how things played out. Yeah. Uh, Soka, which was a combined prediction between Fred and Teeb, Soka will win the most pre-merge challenges. That did happen. Hell yeah. Which means that Soaring's prediction uh, about Ratu did not come true. Uh, Damn, what a loser. Teeb. Whoa, <laughs> aggressive. We also have some of the early stuff, like Carolyn was the first boot. That did not happen. <laughs> that, is, that is very funny. Both of our first boots also, were yeah, also yeah, my first boot was Carson, Carson and then your first boot was Carolyn. We could not have been more wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh Soren guessed that Heidi will last three tribals. It definitely came true. She made the last uh, yeah, one. Yeah. Last that was not meant to be that was not meant to be a reassuring prediction. But okay, <laughs> I'll take it. Uh I predicted that my entire tribe drafted tribe would make it to the merge, and they did. So that was a pretty fun moment. I was very confident in my group. Um, let's see. And looking at like winner picks, uh, Teeb. Well, let's start with Fred. Fred thought it would be Helen. Uh, that yeah. did not happen. Helen went first. Yeah. <laughs> mine, mine was a little. <laughs> Literally, yeah, who? Lauren made it to the finale, so that's pretty good for a pick. And I predicted that Jam Jam would win, and he did. Very impressive. So I think what I I, I talked about this earlier. I think that makes it three seasons now that our first draft pick has been the winner of the season. I think ghost Island Island of the idols and 44. Nice. I think that's it. Wow. But 
That's that's okay, but I like I I like totally cheese the hell out of Edge of Extinction harder than, uh, <laughs> harder than it like the actual Edge of Extinction was cheese. <laughs> so oh, did you choose Chris too? No, I, I chose Chris. Right, it wasn't our first pick. I think he was my first. Oh, pick. Oh, then that would yeah. So that's actually four seasons that we've done that. So wow. out of but uh, th- then I then I traded uh Chris yeah. as soon as he went on the I. The Island of the Isles, and I f- just kindly asked Flying if they would give me Chris back before the finale. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So what? This that is, is so when we're done with this episode, we will have done nine podcasts for Survivor. That means that four of those nine, we've picked the winner with our first draft pick. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty good. That's a kind of crazy hit rate. That is very impressive. Which you know, if we pick the uh, the winner for fifty five, right? That'll be a five hundred. Exactly fifty fifty. Yeah, all right. That's 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 insane. Good. Just given how many people, like if you think about the the random number generator pick, even if you consider like only half of the people really like first pickable, uh-huh. that's still crazy numbers. Yeah, so we're pretty good at this, I think. Pretty good at the video game. I think. Does this mean I get first pick next It season? does be. Yes. I will actually, yeah, because you got the least amount of points. So if you are there last season, yeah. you will definitely get the first pick, which means you statistically, Pressure's I on. suppose you have <laughs> oh, a higher chance pick of the picking the winner. So choose well. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> good luck with that. It's going to be Bruce, baby. That's Yo, let's right. go. Bruce will be back for another season. Uh, the the credits roll on the movie. You sit through all the Survivor credits and all the signings. White Bruce will comes return. Up. <laughs> Black text. Bruce, the almighty hero, <laughs> will return. True. Yeah. Bruce Almighty featuring uh, Jim Carrey. Oh, it's something else. So it's been was a fun a Jim Carrey movie. I feel like it wasn't. In that it's I said been that. a fun Survivor season. I really enjoyed the fantasy season, no, I think you're even right. though I was, you know, maybe a little feeling like I was out of the running for a long time. I actually still came really close to. I actually, win. like totally wasn't. Yeah. Um, you can see kind of the journey I took on the graph that we have on our results tab. Um, it's been a fun season and as always i look forward to more survivor i think the fantasy makes it way yeah. more enjoyable and our rules only get oh, better yeah. every every season it's true so uh does anybody else have any final thoughts they want to say before we close the book on 44 i just want to say fred what <laughs> whoa <laughs> whoa the hostility Yikes, dude. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A lot of hostility. Well, we'll see what happens next when we draft everyone. And I guess we know most of the people, but we know all the yeah, people. We'll now. wait for the pre release, pre season press. Pre. Yeah. yeah. What? I'm gonna pre. So that just wraps it up for us uh, this week, this season. If you want to go check out any of our other episodes uh, from this season or seasons past, you can go over to rngshow.com. Thanks to Zoe for editing the episode. Thanks to Subtact for the use of our theme song, Step Up. If you want to go check out uh, the spreadsheet that we've been talking about, look at any of the point totals, look at our unit totals, look at our rules. Those are all over at 
rngshow.com slash 44. Uh, also, this link can be used for any of the previous seasons back to 36. You can just change the 44 to another number. Um, so you can kind of visit the time machine, both of the numbers, but also you can see how much the design has evolved over time, which is really fun to do if you care about spreadsheets like I do. Uh, and there's also the link in the show notes up there. So we'll be back here next season to talk about season 45. And we will be, again, drafting all the players onto teams. There's probably going to be another redraft and we'll just have to let it play out then. So enjoy the off season. Don't go too crazy without Survivor. There's always other countries. There's always other schools. But we will see you back here in the fall. Bye. Thanks for Bye. listening. See Bye-bye. you next time. See you. Peace. Carolyn's the goat.